What's up? It's your boy Josh from Village Resting here with Clyde. What's up, guys? From Village Resting. Um, this back with episode three. Three. We gave you the two point five last time. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know me. That was, that was <laughs> fucking something else. Yeah, uh, the episode was just like uh, just us playing FIFA um, and just shooting the shit. That's what we typically do. Um, I think most of our better conversations come from playing FIFA. Yeah. So what we give you guys on here is just, it's like the B shit. Yeah, the B sides. I only know how to talk to you while playing FIFA. Yeah, that's I know. How I really open up. Yeah, yeah. No, but then there's also times where like Claude is like, "Don't fucking talk to me. I'm trying to play." <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're back. Um, uh, like uh, we we mentioned earlier, or uh, we mentioned in in uh, two point five that um, we'll probably put episodes like twice a month. Um, but in in the middle of the week and shit. Um, so yeah, you could expect that. Uh, but I graduated, dude. <laughs> Good segue, <laughs> huh? <laughs> How does it feel? Well, I mean, I've been graduated, yeah, been graduated. <laughs> but it's just walk. it's just the ceremony, yeah. And it that that shit was it was cool. Did you gleesh walk on stage? I know you know what I should have gleesh walked, but I was just because you can, you should do that every moment of your life, just a gleesh walk. Fuck, but then what if like I don't know, man. I didn't want to ruin it for anybody else. Uh-huh. And also, I don't know. What if I just... What if my Gleech Walk was ugly that day? What if I didn't bring my true, A-game? True, And then I'm just going to forever be fucking... Uh, the guy who moonwalked. Yeah, the moonwalk. The backwards yeah. moonwalk. And then, yeah. so And then the, people are going to perpetuate the idea that Asian people can't dance. You know what? I'm not going to take my chances. I'm yeah. just going to... I'm just going to smile my fucking ass off. <laughs> uh, going into the event, well... Uh, I graduated my homie with my homie Drew, and uh, we pretty much uh, graduated three times. Like so, um, high school, okay. community college, and then this time. Uh-huh. So like he's like my college partner. Uh-huh. Um, so that's that's that was just, like great to share with him. Uh, but we we split a fifth of Hennessy before. Team team. And we had it in the flask, and then people saw drinking. They're like, "Oh my god, you have flask! Like, why would you do that to you know to the ceremony? I was like, are you a fucking square? Like, come yeah. on, man! Like, uh, my what I was thinking was that like, if I'm gonna be here for three hours, I can't be that happy. Yeah, that sounds really pessimistic yeah. and like very cynical. But it's like, yeah, I can't be happy for. I mean, I can, but it's like for like hearing strangers names and shit like ah, it's just fucking boring right wasn't it during finals game two it was during the finals game um game four. it was game four where we got fucking washed but yeah. um so yeah people were upset about that there's no reception because there's hella people in one spot and east bay just doesn't have a good reception anyway so we couldn't even stream the game we couldn't even get the scores so i decided to just pop a pill Oof. and <laughs> Well, first I popped half, uh-huh. and I was like, "Damn!" I'm and I got really impatient. I was like, "I really just want this to hit, so like I'll just be happy the whole time." And then the second half hit, and I see the dean of students like uh-huh. as we were lining up, and I went to go give this dude a hug. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "Yo, stand the man! It's Josh. You remember me? I'm the chicken guy." The chicken guy? He because he buys chicken sandwiches for me. Oh, I would nice. like drop off at the school. He's like, "Oh yeah, I remember you?" And like took a picture. I was like, "Damn, I would never do that if I wasn't on the pill." You know what I mean? Because I hella hugged him. Yeah. And then, like, I see uh, another school official that I know, and I hugged her, too. And I was like, damn, this is pretty fucking tight. You were literally on one. I was literally on one. And then I walk up to the stage, and I can't stop smiling. Yeah. And that's what I wanted, because, like, I didn't want, like, a fake-ass smile 
when I walked on the stage, you know, they take yeah. the, the the professional pics, right? So I was just hella cheesing. And then one of the paper, <laughs> uh, so they hand you like a little fake diploma, right? Yeah. And then uh, I said this out loud. I was like, uh, and some lady, some lady handed it to me. He's like, damn, shorty, I don't even know you. And you give me rolling papers off rip. <laughs> Did anybody else like get it around you? Uh, uh, my boy Deep was behind. Was he behind me? Or somebody was behind me, oh. and they were hella laughing because they knew I was on too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it, it just it felt good to finally get it over with. Like uh-huh. I, it wasn't really something I was looking forward to. It was just like, damn, I just want to get this over with. You know, have, see my have my family see me. Yeah. And then uh, just fucking bounce, you know, or eat dinner, share dinner with my family, and it was cool, man. I enjoyed it. Uh, but I'm looking forward to. Another one I'm trying to get my master's in, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, but. Yeah, my graduation was, like, like, I knew I didn't want to do it. I didn't have that many friends at San Diego State, but mm-hmm. I had, like, some people I knew, mm-hmm. so it was chill. But it's, like, I knew it was for family, right? Like, I'm walking for family. Yeah, like, I yeah. wouldn't really want to do this. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for, like, my mom and dad, like, I put in all the work and shit to, like, yeah. put me through this shit. All the sacrifice and shit and yeah. all the hard work that you put in. Yeah. I think I under I think I downplayed my graduation too, because uh-huh. it's just like it's been so like I graduated in the winter, you yeah. know what I mean? So it just it just felt like I didn't really need it. Yeah. Like I didn't. That, it wasn't validation for me. Like I knew I, what I accomplished, yeah. right? And like this isn't the end for me. Like this is my gateway to like further education. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I just I don't know. I and I kind of feel bad that I underplayed it. Because I felt like I could have done a lot of things different. But it's just like, I'm not going to underplay my next one. Yeah. Um, but damn, that was like, like reflecting back on uh, on graduation. Like we, we have to drive down a hill, right? And then like, that's my first time driving down a hill in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, I was in Rocky's car and I was like hella sticking my head out the window and yeah. shit. <laughs> but as we're going down the hill, I was like, damn, I remember when like, I didn't have a job. I was hella broke. Like, all I thought about was school and, like, how to, like, carry Village Resting, you know, with, like, minimal money and uh-huh. shit like that. Or, like, the money I would make from the pop-ups, right? And that's, like, that that doesn't... I can't survive on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, there's one point where, like, there's a big-ass hill. So, I... Going down that hill, I would put my car in neutral uh-huh. and not gas it because I have zero gas. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I hope it, I hope I make it to the fucking, you know, the gas station yeah. at, the end of, at the end of the hill. And, like, I would do that constantly. And, um, shit, my brother's phone was ringing. Or... No, it's all good. Okay. But, um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, I would do that constantly. Like, damn, like, that, like, that pretty much summed up my college career. Like, just not knowing if I'll ever make it, for one, and, like, always being broke. Damn, that's a good-ass analogy. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, shit, like, if I, like... If I don't make it down this hill, like, if I don't make it to that gas station, I don't know how I'm going to get home, you know what yeah. I mean? And, like, I only, like, once I get to the gas station, I only pay, like, $5, and that just gets me home, and then, like, I have to worry about getting up the hill the next day. Yeah. So, it's, like, very, like, um, uh, fuck, what's that one allegory with the dude just pushes the hill up, pushes the rock up the hill, and he finally gets up there, and then he has to do it all over again? I'm not that woke. But know. it's, uh, that's, like, that's, like, the allegory to, like... To like explain absurdism, right? And uh-huh. I was like, "Damn, my whole college experience was hella absurd, man!" Like, but I still did it, and I'm I'm proud. So, so yeah. But uh, another proud achieving moment: fucking Warriors won Warriors. the champions, dude. Today was fucking annoying. Today is the day after the Warriors won the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, so at work, 
they played We Are The Champions on the intercom every hour. Every hour? Every hour, dude. Like, Did you sing along? No, fuck no. Not even the first time. I'm like, dude, this is fucking corny. Because what else happened during the playoffs is that they would play the fucking the rap versions of like or like the rap the warrior remixes of rap songs yeah and it's like not even like e- e40 ones it's like it's like the b fucking team rappers you know what i mean like oh. you know like it's just like, like the struggle rappers like cut rate fucking rappers and it's just like dude th- this is terrible how did you even come across this like it was a uh, humble someone did a song with, with humble but with a warrior's version <laughs> yeah and it was so bad. Did you see the one ESPN played after they won? What they play? It's like <laughs> hard work, determination, and oh, no, they did it along to the uh, the chorus of like DNA. Oh my god! I got hard work. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my DNA. Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, that was so fucking. Wild. Dude, it's so bad, dude. Even the commercials, like I love KDOT, but like. When like when they show his face and he's like yeah. he's looking down and he looks up yeah. and it's like yo this is so fucking corny this is not good for the song yeah in real life that dude is like five five so it's like he's rapping with all these like NBA players <laughs> playing in the background the dude can't even touch backboard <laughs> but he touches the backboard of my heart and my brain pause that's kind of uh... <laughs> he's so woke though so woke but yeah um they played. We are the champions every single time, every single hour. And I'm just like, why do white people feel like they have to do the fucking most? Like, why do they, I, like, how, how, how extra do you want to have to be to, like, want to ruin something? So not only did that ruin, like, my, like, post-championship experience, yeah. but it kind of ruined Queen for me. Yeah, it's, it's like when, uh, like, brands and businesses hop onto memes. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, this meme is dead. Yeah. Or, like, someone like Katy Perry's, like, da- trying to dab. Yeah. He just fucking SNL. kill it. Or, like, all those little kids just, like, doing a million dabs. And, yeah. Yeah, in the fucking Jumbotron. It's like, yo, just fucking chill, man. Like, don't try to fucking kill everything that you fucking see. But, yeah. Um, what do you think of the Super Team concept? Do you think that Katy's a bitch for coming to the Warriors? No, I, I, feel like, I feel like the Warriors... And I, I don't I don't I don't even feel hypocritical about saying this. I felt like the Warriors built it the right way. Yeah. Like they didn't they didn't give up like excessive assets to get KD. Yeah. They just replaced KD for or they just replaced Harrison Barnes with KD, basically, yeah. right? And then swapped out Zaza for Bogut. You lose nothing there. You only gain a lot, you know what I mean? And everything they did was legal too. Yeah, everything they did was legal and it was but I would say it happened very serendipitously, like the salary cap smoothed over and stuff like yeah. that. It came at a very good time. The TV deals came out at a really good time. Yeah. But they planned for that, I feel like. Or I think I've read, you know, Tim Kawakami, the guy fucking sucks, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, like, you know, he was talking about, like, how they, like, in 2014, how they would get KD. Yeah. And all, the, and all those things kind of came true, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I don't think Warriors get him if... Okay, see if this is the finals last year. Oh no. No. But I think KD coming here, like, that hella expands his game. Like he's playing basketball. Yeah. You know I mean, he's not playing with dudes like if you look at OKC, he's playing with dudes who don't know how to play the game. Yeah. They're just like talented players, right? And uh I think there's also this concept too of like players have to struggle and they have to do it all by themselves. It's like you don't have to for the sake of doing it by themselves. Like KD was loyal as fuck. Like, yeah. He was with the Sonics. He was with the, the team for what? Like, 
eight years, something yeah. like that, nine yeah. years. Yeah. And it's like, man, he, of course he's gonna like want to switch jobs or go yeah. to the Bay Area and invest in startups and like. They're not using him the best way either. Yeah. Like he gets to, he's learning how to play in the system yeah. here. Like he works here, you know what yeah. I mean? And I just, I don't know, some people don't get it. Like, do you want to be the guy who has to do everything, but you're not growing as a person? Yeah. And I feel like he's getting a lot of, like, culture here. He's getting a lot of, like, just basketball knowledge, too. Like, running ISOs, like, that's probably the same offense he played in AAU. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now he gets to play, like, professional-level basketball. Yeah. He's basically getting, like... I think the only the only better destination for him basketball wise would be the Spurs. You know what I mean? If he wanted to yeah. just be a better player, you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Though. But as far as like other super teams, like LeBron super teams, like they had to give up hella shit just to get him. Or like Melo going to the Knicks, like he ruined the team before he even got there. Yeah. LeBron ruined the Heat's bench before he even got there. Like the the role players are like Eddie House and. And Udonis Haslam, you know what I mean? Oof. And they're fucking old at that time. Yeah. We're our role players, we have older role players who like Iggy and shit, but then like we're building with like McCaw and well, Damian Jones hasn't been doing anything, but then yeah. like he's a project, you know? Kevon Mooney too. I feel like I feel like the Heat that Heat team didn't have anything to work on. They didn't have any yeah. projects. But and we still draft fucking nice too. Yeah. Exactly. The yeah. fucking Cavs is hard to interrupt you, but the fucking Cavs they had so many chances at a lottery they pick. They had like three or four number one overall picks. And they fucked it up every yeah. single time. Anthony Bennett, where is he at? Probably China, maybe. Yeah. If he's lucky, right? Uh, Wiggins, they traded. Yeah. Um, I mean, they only really fucked up the Anthony Bennett one. Because Kyrie Irving was number one overall pick, too. Yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't looking that good yeah. until LeBron came. Yeah. But then, like, still, like, when you once you take LeBron and Katie, and, uh, sorry, take LeBron and Kyrie off the court, then that team is nothing. That team, yeah. you probably have, like, you know, the Bulls, yeah. <laughs> you know. In a vacuum, like, the Cavs are the best team. Like, yeah. Without, without the Warriors involved, but Warriors are, exist. Like, that's not just 29 teams, it's 30 teams, Yeah, you know? and it's so crazy that, like... Wild. The, the war... Wow, it's so wild, sorry. It's so wild that the the team the Warriors had to build to fucking stifle off LeBron. Yeah. And, I don't know, like, that's just great. Like, like teams in the 90s couldn't really do that against Jordan. Yeah. But, yeah, well, here, here's what I'm getting at. I'm, I feel like LeBron is going against way better teams than Jordan has ever gone against. I don't know. I haven't, like, looked at the numbers or whatever. Not that you have to look at the numbers. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I can see, like, that sentiment, though. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I, can, I can somewhat agree with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, even, it's like comparing cars from different eras. Yeah. Like, Jordan was playing in the 90s, like, he's... LeBron is reaching his peak now, like the yeah. late 2010s or whatever. I don't yeah. know what the fuck to call it. But they're different cars. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, they didn't have the same technology that, that we do now. But I feel, yeah, yeah. It's not the same level, level playing field. That's true. That's true. Areas. That's true. That's true. But I just feel like, I feel like the athletes now are way better athletes than back then. You know what I mean? I think so because I think it's like user education, right? Like, they know how to do more shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're more aware of their bodies. Yeah. Like, the league know. is just better too. Yeah. Like there's more money in it, and like, it's always fun to play that game where it's like, what player from like current NBA can like be an MVP in like the '60s? Yeah, I feel like it's Brandon Jennings off top. Yeah, he yeah. He would like with his handles, just like his shot. Like he would just wash everybody. I think in the league. you don't have to play defense. Pretty much any player from yeah. here would be amazing in the '60s and '70s. Harrison Verjo. Yo, he would fucking eat that shit up. Are you serious? <laughs> 
but if you take a player from the sixties and put him in now, or like the player from the seventies and put him in now, he'd probably be like not even like he'll probably be the thirteenth, twelfth guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's so wild how that works out. Do you, do you think super teams are good for basketball? Uh let's see. I, I what's what's concerning me about this Warriors team is that they're gonna be in the finals for like the next the foreseeable future, right? But as as a Warriors fan, that's fucking tight. But as a basketball fan, and or I'm just like thinking about other basketball fans, yeah. like that would seem really really boring. Yeah. Um, what do you, how do you feel about it? I think it's like, I think it's good for basketball in the sense of like, it creates this like, David versus Goliath, um, kind of comparison every time they play the Warriors. Right? Yeah. When the yeah. Timberwolves come to town, they're gonna fucking bring their A game. Yeah, and they have, and that's how we get exactly. most of our losses. Like exactly. these kids, I mean, these teams play like it's the playoffs. In the regular season. And I think, like, because they do it, like, legally, like, with the, within the cap, they're paying their taxes or whatever, it's like, I want to see the best basketball. Yeah. Like, in a, in, regardless of which yeah. team it is. Yeah. And it's nice to see, like, KD, like, and Steph playing together. It's like a video game. And, like, oh, my God, like, you turn fucking um, unfair trades on. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, Trade cap off or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, they're able to do it legally. Like, I want to see that shit. It's like yeah. in soccer with, like, Barcelona and Real Madrid. Like, you know, one of them two is going to win. La Liga every time. Because it's just watch. no fucking cap. There's yeah. no, But see, that's what... Like, I don't even watch La Liga because there's arguably only three top teams in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I don't watch, like... That's why we, I think that we prefer the Premier League because there's more parity yeah. there. But, like, I can't watch... I, I wouldn't even... I don't even watch the El Clasico. I'm not interested in it. And, and to an extent, right? Like, NFL has, like, a ton of parity. I mean, I'll be, yeah. like... Brady has what, like five rings? Yeah. But even the Panthers going to the Super Bowl, then they don't make the playoffs next year. Yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> My brother just walked in to get his phone. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's why I like the NFL a lot more than the M- No, well, I mean, I, I love the NBA, but but watching games weekly on, on NFL is exciting because any team could win. Like any given Sunday, like that shit is real. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, like the Falcons come out of nowhere and win hella games, right? And then and then they'll lose a whole bunch. Yeah. And it's like what's going on? But yeah, you, there's and there's always sleeper teams. I feel like in the NBA, there's not really that chance for sleepers, not anymore at least. Yeah, because it's a long ass season. Yeah, in the NFL sixteen games. Yeah, like, every game like literally means something. Yeah, like, you go two and two, uh, one and three in your first four games, you might be fucked. For yeah, the yeah. And another thing is like in the NBA. There's always been like these dynasties. Yeah. Like the Lakers have been there plenty of times. The whole eighties, you know, and like late nineties, that that's the Lakers. Yeah. And before that was like the Celtics, you know, like late seventies, eighties and shit like oh the and the fucking Pistons. Like you have teams going every year for the yeah. for like consecutive years, right? So people are are scared that the that the com- competition is like is uneven, but it's been like that in the NBA forever. Yeah. Um, like the Bulls owned the 90s, you yeah. know what I mean? So, and then the Lakers on The Lakers swept the Nets. The Nets suck. Yeah. The Kings would have won that year if they had beat the fucking Lakers, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, I, it, there, it's our time and people are hella mad and that, if it kind of feels good to know what's like to have a team that's popping. Like, yeah. we're the villains now. Yeah. 
And it's just so wild to just think that a couple of years ago we were the underdogs. Yeah, yeah like I mean. the series with the Clippers and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm happy, man. Um, are you going to be able to go to the parade? I think so. I'm a, I am talked to my manager already. She's cool with it. As That's right. Yeah, I definitely can't get that day off. <laughs> Excuse me. Speaking of super teams, do you, can you think of any super teams in like, quote unquote, super teams in like music and like rap, R&B specifically? Um, well, I, I, off top, I think my favorite collaborations happen with like the Zulu Nation. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, Tribe Called Quest, Jungle Brothers, uh, De La Soul. Yeah, like those big posse cuts. Mm-hmm. Like Scenario. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and Buddy and stuff like that. What are some of yours? I, I'm thinking like ones that could have been happening or rumored to happen because you know like that shit never really pans out mm-hmm. i remember back in the day when like i used to be heavy into currency it was currency j electronica and most def like that was supposed to be yeah like, yeah super group i'm like holy shit that'd be hell tight but i think like the problem with super groups or super teams and the way we're talking about with like sports too is that <coughs> some people want to do this shit on their own mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's like they feel like someone's not getting as much sign as someone else or like I don't know some other shit like that and it's different it's different why 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 do you think Child Rub- Rumble Soldier never panned out Lupe Pharrell and Kanye cause they're all doing their own shit Child Rub- Rebel Soldier I mean like they had what one song came out for Good Friday <coughs> and it, nothing really came out after that yeah and I think they just went in separate directions right it's like they're trying to do their own shit focus on their own shit on their daily lives their lives is not child level soldier. Yeah, yeah. Their lives is like, I'm Kanye, I'm Pharrell, I'm Lupe Fiasco. And it's not like they're even working on their own music anyways. Yeah. They're working on other people's <clears throat> people's music too. Um, but yeah, that's that's a super group that I really wanted to happen. What about like, I know I hate to say it, but J. Cole and like Kendrick. Do you think oh, that's going to be something good? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like fans hype it up so much in their head. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this because I'm not a Cole fan. I used to be up yeah. until Friday Night Lights. And yeah. Everything else was just different disappointment. Yeah. Um, but I think we all as fans hype up these potential collaborations yeah. in our head. Like whenever you see AMAs in like Reddit with rappers or whatever, it's like, would you ever collab with Gucci Mane? It's like, fuck, like who wouldn't want yeah. to do that? Like ask something else. Yeah. It's like we dream up of these collaborations, how they could be so great. But sometimes when they're executed, it's not to our like imagination. Yeah. It's like a letdown. Yeah, yeah. Hype it up so much. You know, I'm not gonna fucking lie. I like Linkin Park and Jay Z. Uh huh. And then what happened later was some 41 and Ludacris. I don't know if you remember that. No, I do not. How <laughs> that happened? <laughs> what, did, they, did they have an album or a song? They had an album together, I think. No, it was a song. It was a song. It was like when that mashup craze was happening. Oh my god. Um, another group or another like collaboration I liked was like uh. Welcome to Atlanta, where it just had yeah. everybody on it. Yeah, like that big ass posse. Cut yeah, see, I, I miss posse cuts. I don't think we'd ever have that anymore. I think today's version of the posse cut is like the DJ song. Yeah. So, like a DJ Khaled Calvin, track. Yeah. yeah, or like we were talking earlier about Calvin Harris. Yeah. You know, having hella people on the track. And I think that makes more sense because, like, there's no commitment. And, like, you can't, you're going to make one banging ass track and you don't yeah. have to feel the pressure of making 12 tracks that. Cause if you make twelve tracks with the same person, like that's not you're gonna you're gonna come up with some duds, right? Yeah, exactly. But I like this whole I like this whole DJ era shit. Yeah. Um. I don't. 
But I just, what bothers me is that EDM is how it's tapping into hip hop. And I feel like, I feel like EDM wasn't that popping until they fucked with hip hop. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. like Calvin Harris, like, what that slide hit platinum hella quick. Yeah. And it's like, damn, Calvin Harris, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have hit platinum that quick if you weren't fucking with black people like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think like, I get what you're saying. <clears throat> I also think too that Calvin Harris was successful in his own right. Yeah. But in like our worlds, we don't recognize it because we don't listen to EDM. We don't listen. Yeah, that's so true. It's like that's he's true. hella popping EDM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. like because of the crossover, yeah. now it's like we have people like us listening to yeah. Calvin Harris. Yeah, that's true. But it, just, it feels kind of exploitive. No, it does. Yeah. It's like Miley Cyrus. You see the recently interview mm-hmm. where she was like, Oh, I'm glad I got over that phase or whatever. Yeah. It's like people going in on her on Twitter saying like, oh, you're just using the culture. Yeah, to, get these to gain, right? And then it's like, all right, I'm out. I'm a good old country girl again. Yeah. And her her new her new single is like very like Disney-y again. Really? But it's good. I mean, I like it. But yeah. it's like, it's a far cry from what she had during that like, what was that album called? <laughs> fuck i can't remember I don't fucking know it's idea. some fucking like trivial ass word yeah. like bo- no Kicks. no bangers bangers there you go Ugh. god damn it miley cyrus she's still bad to me i still yeah. smash those but did you know she's hannah montana really yeah dude she's hannah montana dude the literally was rapping she's about. the best of both oh, worlds really yeah damn i never knew <laughs> anyways uh, but going back to your earlier point about like getting kind of like fatigue when it comes to like like if you had like a um, like twenty song album of Child by Russell Soldier like mm-hmm. I'm sure it'd be tight mm-hmm. but like there'd be a lot of duds. Mm-hmm. I, do you feel like that's happening a lot with like Travis Scott and like Quavo? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think you mentioned last time that Quavo Quavo is on the same is going through the same thing that Two Chains went through a couple years ago yeah. where he's just giving off verses. But then Quavo's verses are just like memes now. Yeah. Like it's just it's so it's so it's so uh, formulaic. Like yeah. he just talks. He literally talks about the same thing, and his verses never mean anything. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's sorry. But it's also funny. Like when he gets like onto like a Fast and the Furious track, he'll say the fucking corniest shit like about cars or something. It's like, yo, you are. This is not good. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I completely agree. It's like, that's why I don't want, like, hella songs from, like, my favorite artists. Yeah. Like, like, oh, I want, like, all, like, the Travis Scott leaks to be mastered. I want, like, or, I don't know, shit like that. And it's like, you know what? Like, if I actually had it, I would get tired of it. Yeah. I would stop listening to it. Yeah. Like, that was my problem with Currency. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, like, almost a good problem to have. Yeah. But he put too much material out. Yeah. I couldn't keep up. Yeah. And I'm like, this just sounds like more of the same. But when we're at that age, like, we wanted all that shit. Exactly. You know, now that I'm older, like, I could wait. Like, I don't I don't need to have it then and there. You know it's what like mean? hedonism. It's like, yeah. I'm not going to go eat at a buffet. Oh, like, this cheeseburger's hell good. I'm going to have 50 at once. Yeah. So it's like, after, like, the third one, yeah, I three. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's like the law of diminishing returns or whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's not going to be as good as the one before. Yeah. But someone who breaks that, I feel like it's Drake. I feel like Drake can break that fucking monotony and like come out with new songs and people still fuck with it right yeah more life was hella good yeah and like even coming out with the future tape uh the tape with future excuse me i'm like i don't know drake is just an outlier i think he's just he just can't do anything wrong 
But that's oh, that's another good super team for Drake in the future. Yeah. What about uh one that just popped into my mind, Black Star, Most Def and Talib? Yeah, I'm glad they kind of like had a limited run together. It was only one album, right? One, al- I think one album. Yeah, and they had like a song after or two or whatever. Yeah, or they just feature, they just appear on each other's albums. Yeah, but it's it's nice to have that project, mm-hmm. um, just stand alone in its own right. Yeah, or like uh like uh Danger Doom, like Danger. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like or, that. Or like Wizard too. I mean, I don't know. You fuck with Wizard, right? Yeah, but I didn't like it. it was, uh, that's not even a super team because like that the genius isn't anybody. <laughs> yeah. He's just he's just G- Janai Eco's ex, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I totally forgot about that. But uh, what's another super team? I think, I mean, like. Good music was gonna be like a super team at one point. I mean, because they had the. Um, Cruel Summer. And yeah. It's supposed to be like some other album coming out. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be Cruel Winter too. Cruel Winter or Yeah. Shit. I miss Posse Cut stuff, man. That needs to come back. Do you consider like a mega mix of Posse Cut? Or do you think that has to fuck with each other like regularly to be a Posse Cut? Because I'm thinking of like when the game would have like the one blood mega mix is like 10 yeah. minutes long. <laughs> I mean, but I think they all fuck with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, that one blood remix, one blood remix was tight. Uh, but hip hop isn't like that anymore. Yeah. And I miss that. I want I want there to be like that ten minute ten minute music video. Yeah. Or like uh what was that DJ Premier song with uh Kanye and like Rakim and is yeah. it classic? Oh You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like we need tracks like that again. Yeah. Um but oh that also since I'm thinking about Quavo right now. Um, Offset is giving off a lot of verses too, and his verses are very meme too. Yeah, and he he talks about the same thing, but that makes me think that Takeoff is somewhat of a genius because he's not giving anybody <laughs> anything. So whenever well, no one, is anybody asking for a Takeoff feature right now? Though I mean, I love Takeoff, but no I, people should though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But I, like that that makes me think like what's going on in his life? You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like, is Takeoff Loki a fucking mastermind? A mastermind yeah. of that group? Is he, like, you know, calling the shots? Like, yo, Quavo, go there. Yo, fucking Offset, go there. And then he's just keeping all his shit secret. That's why when I heard Culture, I love I fucked with all of Takeoff's verses because, like, I've never heard him go like that before. Yeah. And even though, like, if you listen to it all, they're just like, yeah, it's formulaic still. And he talks about, like, frog eyes and, like, fucking, I don't know, 100-round drums and shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but that's the whole thing with like this less is more thing, especially with music, right? Like you don't want to oversaturate the market and have like hella content out, hella songs, and like you're always in the news because then it's like okay, well, cool, like we've heard you like enough times. Yeah. So now it's like you you want people to not get tired of you, but to be wanting more. Yeah. And that way you're always like in control and that shit. Yeah, but I feel like as a music fan too, like you need to learn how to delay your gratification. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like. I wanted every Cuddy track that came out. Yeah. Uh, like, like official or unofficial. Like, yeah. Or if you remember, like, the fucking, like, uh, LimeWire days when you you would just want to download, like, fucking Eminem or something. And then yeah. the, the track would be, like, Eminem featuring Dr. Dre, featuring Exhibit, featuring... Then the list goes on and on. Featuring Tupac, featuring yeah. Biggie, featuring Beanie Siegel. And then you download it and it's fucking, like, a virus or it's, like, Soulja Boy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like... Like you need to, you need some restraint as a music fan. You need to like know, like, like, you need to respect yourself. You know, as a music fan, like, listen to stuff that 
you know it's going to be good. Or, there's like, more, you think it's going to be good. There's more than enough music to last stuff more than a lifetime. Yeah, like, yeah. When I used to, like, like in high school and stuff, like, I would just download mixtapes and albums. Like, oh, there's a feature, like, one of my favorite artists. Yeah, I'll listen to it. Like, I'll download yeah. it. And it's a good way to discover music, but it's also a way to, like, never get through music. Yeah. And now it's, like, I'm more picky, and I want to, like... Um, see what other people think about it first. Yeah, like, I want to check out just because like there's hype around it or whatever. Yeah, I want to see what it's about. But it's not just like oh cool mixtape cover. Like, I'm gonna check it out. Like no. Yeah, and in those music hunting days, you're downloading tons and tons of mixtapes, and you don't even listen to the whole oh. thing. Oh. And like that one is a waste of space, and two is like like <clears throat> why would you com- like commit the time to download the album and not respect the album to listen to it all you know yeah I mean? it's like now like i listen to like project by project now mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. i'm still on like bryson tiller's album mm-hmm. as basic as that fucking sounds i put rocky played a little bit of it it's, it's okay yeah i'm not gonna down listen to it <laughs> did you listen to SZA? Um, a lot of good music came out this weekend i haven't, I haven't listened to SZA that i haven't even listened to i heard the SZA stuff is good and like very emotional and empowering i heard brockhampton Oh yeah, really I, I listened to I've one track. To I've never heard. I only know Kevin Abstract. I don't listen to Kevin Abstract. Same. Like I, I've only listened to Kevin Abstract, Abstract, and I didn't know anything, anything about that band. I listened to two tracks. I was like, damn, this is very different. I could like it if yeah. I'm like, I don't know, on the way to like fucking do a tray flip on your bitch. <laughs> um, speaking of music, we decided to go a little different, take a little different direction this week. Um, we'll provide playlists. Um, of <clears throat> of the of the episode, but we won't play songs in the episode. We just yeah, we'll so just be talking talking about it, and then just go to the playlist if you want to. Listen yeah. To so like, uh, if you, I think a lot of listeners will like you know get tired by like the second track of Claude's mix, and Damn, then like my mix. The the second track, <laughs> they they listen to the majority of it, and then the, I think then they won't li- want to listen to mine. Oh. And I'm not jealous or anything, but it's just like. We're not trying to get you guys tired off that. And, like, what if you already know the songs already? You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're not trying to pick songs that are new all the time. We're trying to pick songs that are special to us. And these songs that are special to us might not mean anything to you or they might just be very played out to you by now. So we're giving you the option this week. But we are working on ways where we can implement music uh, in our podcast. So we're going to learn how to do some mixing. First, got to buy the mixer. But, uh, yeah. So we want to we wanna give a good music experience uh, going forward. Um, but this episode is about summer songs, yeah. And we kind of touched on the the, the supercuts, right? The, yeah. the posse tracks. So, what? First off, what makes a summer song for you? What what's what's definitive of a summer song? I think for me, it's like just. I think we talked about it like before we started recording, but just something like you can just listen to like over and over again and never get tired. Mm-hmm. And it it has to be light feel like right yeah, yeah it's like almost like watching tv like you there's serious shows where you have to pay attention to every mm-hmm. single thing mm-hmm. and it's like hella deep yeah blah blah, blah. and the other shows are just like light and you just yeah. watch like in the background or yeah it's, it's like it's, it's, it's like watching the office versus watching like fucking uh like dexter or like dexter yeah or, or some shit like that you watch dexter that's fucking whack yeah it's, it's <laughs> i feel good. bad for you it was not good he like fucked his sister like in real life his sister's oh, yeah, wife yeah God, you're fucking gross, dude. dude. That's not about my life. Is your search terms, my, oops, fucked my son? <laughs> <laughs> On fucking porno? Whoops, fuck my, fucked my son. What or you, what happens brother if? fucks not sister? <laughs> Jimmy, did you just... Were you spying on me while I was rubbing my clit in the bathtub? I'm gonna tell your father 
Come here first. <laughs> Come here. Whoa, you're bigger than your dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. See, I love and it. you're accusing me of watching it, and you have all these details. Because you told me all about it, and, uh, I, and I saw it on your fucking um, laptop. So. No. Yeah. Lies. What do you search up, like, true love? Huh? And, like, Germany versus Brazil? I, t- I search up cuddling. That's what cuddling. I search. <laughs> First <Just> base. <laughs> <laughs> Hugging. <laughs> I saw you just go on YouTube for that. They have it all day. Yeah. Or uh, you watch um, <laughs> Pussy Pocket Unboxings. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't watch P-Squared, Derek. That's not cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, they need to come up with a Pussy Pocket that has a fidget, fidget spinner. Damn, that'd be that'd legit. That'd be sick, dude. Call the it. Pussy Pocket spins on your dick. Yeah. Damn. And then one for females, too, the clit spinner. The clit spinner. Damn. Damn. I don't, too bad I don't know how to design shit. Yeah, I'm not a designer. I'm just an idea. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if you make it, you know, put Village Wrestling on it. Call it a day. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Fucking... Summer songs. Summer songs. So, like, for me, like, the songs I picked are kind of just, like... So, I don't like... We were talking about Calvin Harris before. I don't listen to Calvin Harris, but I really fuck with all the singles for his upcoming album. Like, mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited to listen to his album. Mm-hmm. I'm unashamed about that. Um, so, these are kind of exploring that, like, funk type of sound like the upbeat um, more on the modern side it's not going to be like George Clinton the Funkadelics or anything like that so the first song is by Breakbot who's like this really talented producer from France um, all his shit is like hella funky and like upbeat mm-hmm. and it covers like a wide array range array of moods excuse me of like some that are like about relationships others are about just like having a time about whatever mm-hmm. blah, blah. so this first one is called Arrested and I forget the name of the singers on it um, I think one of the uh, the guy singers, you're fun. I don't know how to say yeah, that. he's on the Baby I'm Yours too. Yeah, but this one's kind of like slower, a little bit slower paced um, funk, and they both sing hella well on it. I forget the 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 chick's name, but she, God, I saw her live in person in SF um, when she came to um, support Breakbot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn, she sings better in real life than she does on fucking songs. Damn. And it flow, it just, it's just nice, like, throw on in the background. It has, like, kind of same up-tempo beat. Yeah. It's very funky. Um, next song is uh, by Jamie XX. Um, I Know There's Gonna Be Good Times, featuring Young Thug and Popcorn. That one, I feel like, is the classic, like, summer song. Um, but I feel like it didn't get enough play when it came out. It was was it a radio track? It wasn't, huh? I don't know. Not over here, at least. No, I don't think so. <clears throat> um, but that song, like, will definitely get spins during the summer and stuff. I played the fuck out of that when it came out. The sample's hella nice, too. Yeah. And Jamie XX, like, another talented producer. Yeah. And the shit he's doing with the XX right now is really good, too. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I just, I love that album. I read the article about when he was, why he chose Young Thug, and he said when he was working on the album in New York... He said all the New York radio stations would just play Young Thug. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, my fucking allergies, man. But uh, yeah, that's fucking tight, man. Like I did not, I would never expect to have Young Thug and Jamie XX on the track. Together. Young Thug has like some wild lyrics on that though. He's like, uh, "I'm gonna ride in that pussy like a stroller." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" And that's his first line yeah. too. Yeah. And there's another one where he's like. I'm gonna come red like Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Damn, like you need to see a doctor. Like if you're coming red, like it's not a good thing. It's not a good yeah, thing. Yeah, you need to be bumming red like yeah. Coca Cola. Yeah. Bug Bola. Bug Bola. He fucked up. But you know what? He did that song for Jamie. Yeah. White people are not gonna understand that. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. 
Um, the last song is I Knew That by Snoop Dogg, and this is off his album Bush, which I think was almost exclusively produced by Pharrell, or it might have been N.E.R.D. I don't even, I don't, I don't recognize the name of this song. I fuck with Bush heavy. It's, the entire album is very, like, funky, and it's, like, very up-tempo. This song specifically has that signature Pharrell four-count intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, the whole album, just talking about weed and, like, um, all that shit. But it's just, like, a nice version of Snoop Dogg where he just, like, he can, like, swing effortlessly between, like, rapping and being, like, singy-songy on, like, on a funk track as well. Mm. And it's just, like, it perfectly, like, embodies a summer, like, that type of sound. Yeah. So, so I fuck with that. So these songs remind you of summer or they get the most spins from you in the summer? I think they don't necessarily remind me of summer. But when I want that kind of, like, summer type of, like, fuck, I hate the word vibe, but, like, that type of vibe, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. where I'm just, like, it's hell hot, so I'm, like, driving around, like, I want to listen to these type of songs, where it's, like, up-tempo, it's, like, somewhat happy, but it's not just, like, super lyrical or conscious or whatever, shit like that, like, I just want something light to listen to. Yeah. I'm not listening to it for the lyrics. Just something light. Just a little something light. <laughs> I feel it. I, summer songs for me, usually... Our releases in the summer, mm-hmm. uh, and what I think about when I'm like about summer music is when I was in summer school at Chabot, and I would just ride up and down Hesperian with it being hella sunny and my shades on, and like whatever song is playing, like damn, that's like my summer, like, yeah, like uh, anthem, you know what I mean? Um, but I think of songs like uh, like that French Montana and um, Sway Lee track. Like, that's a summer-ass song for me. Unforgettable. Yeah. That's a summer-ass song for me. I didn't put it on the list. Um, but, yeah, songs like that really capture the, the vibe for me. You know? Yeah. Like, dan- especially dance hall type songs yeah. that just remind me of summer. So, like, Major Lazer uh, pl- plays a lot during the summer for me. Also, like, like uh, Beach Pop shit. Like, yeah. uh, Best Coast. I play Best Coast. Or I play, like, uh, um... Wow, why can't I fucking remember their name right now? Beach Fossils. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, that's you what see I played. Beach Fossils, I explored 20? Yeah, that was hella fun. Yeah. I, that's probably... Oh, Academy of Science. Thanks. Academy of Science, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're going to be back... Oh, damn, they already... I think they already played June 8th. Fuck, I missed it, but... Uh, I was busy that night. Anyways, um, the songs I picked... That new Sababi, dude. Or Sababi. I, I don't know how to say it. I think it's Sababi. Dude... The you gotta check out that mixtape. Yeah. It's fucking good, dude. Sandas. Sandas. You know what it stands for? I don't know. I, don't I know thought Sandas is like a word for like forest or jungle or something. I thought I was trying to say like combining chanclas with sandals. <laughs> so he's like Sandas. <laughs> That's something that he would say though. Yeah. Um, but that 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 album has like a like an animal jungly vibe, uh-huh. and I fucked with it hard. So the first track I'm putting on there is a song that cracks me the fuck up. Marsupial superstars, and then, uh, sounds the, like an Australian basketball team. It's it, yeah, it kind of does, right? Or it sounds like like a Kangaroo Jack fucking sequel. Um, but he starts off like the first line you hear is "We're the marsupial superstars," <laughs> and it's just fucking tight. And he like makes like these animal noises in yeah. it. I love it, man. And uh, it's really a beat up tempo. That's kind of what is indicative of a summer song for me. The next one is a roller skating jam called Saturdays by De La Soul featuring yeah. uh, Q-Tip. That's 
That's a classic. That's one of my favorite songs because my middle name is Samdi, which is Saturday. Mm-hmm. And like they just say Saturday to the whole song. Like, damn, this is like this this song's about me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like whenever there's like a message, uh like survey, they'd be like, What song best describes you? That I always choose this song and be a fucking square. Um but yeah, I I love Dale Soul, especially uh Dale Soul's Dead. That that album was very um definitive for me as a music as a hip hop fan. Uh, I, I had it on tape. It was like one of the only tapes I listened to, like growing up. Is that up. the one after three feet and rising? Yeah, that one's after three feet and rising. It has the pot that's like tilted over and broken. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last track, I couldn't really. I I was having a tough time, but picking it, I wanted to pick Uzi. I wanted to pick. Well, yeah, Love Is Rage Two is such a good summer album too. Yeah. I feel like, uh, especially like Do What I Want, like that's a summer track. But yeah. I think Russell Westbrook ruined it for me. Cause I really don't like Russ, man. Yeah. Um. So I picked Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi was my grad cap. Yeah, that yeah. was fucking clean. I don't think people understood it. Who cares? Yeah, but people who got it got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people who got it laughed, but then like other people were just like, oh, oh yeah, I know Playboy Cardi. No, you fucking don't. Don't fucking you? Why who? <laughs> You, you don't even fucking know me. Why do you gotta impress me? Yeah, you don't. Yeah, exactly. Just, just say, say no. Just say no. Holy shit! I'm I'm not even gonna fucking see you again. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Right, Faking the funk. You don't get like you know what I said. You don't got a lot to kick it. I'm not yeah. even. I'm not even gonna fucking kick it with you if yeah. you lie, lie or tell me the truth. Yeah. Fucking square asses. I fucking hate East Bay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah. It's funny because like the girl who's giving a speech, I think she's the secretary or something or like ASB something, right? Yeah. She shouted out her uh, her sorority. I forgot the letters, but I was like, oh, you mean thotty, thotty, thotty? And then the girls were behind me, and they seemed kind of upset. Damn. And it's not even that, like, I, like, I like whispered it to Snow. Yeah. It's like, I said it out loud because I was on one. Oof. Boy, I was fucking, damn, I was going, bro. Yeah. I, I was so happy. Damn, what a good day. And we had uh, Filipino food after at Isla. Nice. Like, Kamayan food. Fucking so good, man. Um... So yeah, the last track is Other Shit by Playboy Cardi. Um, just, it's, it's such an unconventional song. Yeah. Like, the, the instrumentals, like, with the random ass, like, 808s. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And, and then uh, the lyrics, too. Like, my bitch came with a bitch. Damn, she whip did? Came with the whip. Yeah, Damn. that shit is tight. Damn, your car came with a car? How many cars you got up in there? It's a lot of cars, my friend. It's like one of the. It's 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 ba- it's basically what I what I'm thinking is um, the Batmobile, and then like he breaks off. Now it's just the Batmo fucking um, motorcycle. Damn. Yeah. Cardi got it like that. Cardi got it like that, man. That's what happens when you fuck with ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So those are my summer tracks. I don't know where the fuck <laughs> to go on from here. Like, it's not. We're not gonna play it for you or anything. Yeah. Uh, but we what we do want to know is like yo if you like this format we keep it going for a minute, but we do actually want to start mixing and shit. I think we've always been wanting to do that. Remember before our selection was popping off, me, oh you, and Aaron were like yo let's get a mixer and let's fucking mix fucking nineties R and B and shit. And then like now it's one four three is a thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Not that not that we feel like we're ahead of the curve, but like it's just we kind of missed the train now. Yeah. Um, it's about execution, not ideas. Yeah. Anybody got a good idea, it's about doing it. Yeah, and we didn't do anything. Yeah. You're fucking fake. Let's see. Um, you wanted to talk about concert scarcity. Yeah. So, speak on that. What does that mean? 
So like me with Frank, right? Like you're going to FYF. Yeah. Like a big reason is like Frank's going for Frank. For Frank. I'm yeah. going for Frank. For Frank. Yeah. And it's like, Frank's not doing no fucking stadium, national, whatever tour. Mm-hmm. Like he's only going to certain places. Mm-hmm. And it's like, other people like fucking, like Riff Raff is like touring off of nothing. Yeah. And yeah. It's like he's appeasing those 30 fans that'll see him like fucking Dublin. Yeah. Like fucking Catalyst like in Santa, Santa Cruz. And like, the reason I want to talk about it because like even, you saw the Childish Gambino and Dave Chappelle announced a show in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and I was like, I'm not doing any shows in 2017. Mm-hmm. So it's like me as like a fan, like I fucking love um, his album. I want to go. I'm gonna like. I feel like dropping hella just to go see him. Mm-hmm. Whether the ticket's like 400, I don't know. And you gotta take a plane out there too. I gotta take a plane out there. I gotta fucking stay and do all that shit. Yeah. Because like he told me, he told fans like, hey, I'm not going to do any more fucking shows. Yeah. Like, you gotta go. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting to see the, the different paths artists take. Yeah. That type of shit. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's because we like we've been we've been going to a lot of shows in the past couple of years, and like I I don't think about it as scarcity. I'm think I'm thinking about concert fatigue, man. Yeah, because there, there's like there's festival after festival. There's festivals being born out of nowhere. Yeah, like there's that thing where Cardi and Uzi are gonna be there at an EDM thing. Yeah, that was weird. Like yo, like wh- what the fuck are all these things? I like small shows. Yeah. I like intimate fucking like uh highlight venue shows, you know. Yeah. Not, not I don't like stadium shows. I don't like uh I don't really like festivals that much either. Yeah. Like, I just want the I just want the little show 2000 people, you know what I mean? We saw Thug, right? At Regency? We saw Thug at Regency. Yeah, and he came back like 6 months later. I'm like, and I love Thug to death. I'm like, I don't want to see him. Already saw him. Yeah, we saw well, we saw him with uh Yachty, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then before that, we saw him with Travis. So I mean, yeah. we saw. En- I think we saw enough of Thug, and like seeing Thug here is different from seeing Thug in the South or something. Yeah. Because fans don't really fuck with Thug like that, like the way that he would want them to over here. Yeah. So when we saw Thug, we were kind of disappointed because he was kind of boring. Yeah. Like just up there with like standing with the mic. Yeah. Not even like jumping around or shit. Um. And so yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking. Like. I, that's why I wanted to go to FYF instead of Outside Lands because I feel like the the culture, like the Outside Lands culture is like too relaxed. It's too chill. Yeah. Like I want like not a party atmosphere, but like an excite, like an excited atmosphere. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like that it's chill. I like that it's relaxed and stuff. I just think for me, like the lineup wasn't compelling enough. It wasn't for me and either. It's like there are not that many like diehard artists that like, I want to see yeah. like, every day. Each, each of the days like like the lower bill artists are cool but i'm yeah. not gonna go for it because there's gonna be conflicts too i already yeah. i already could tell right so yeah i'm not gonna go to a music festival for lower build art artists yeah. especially when i'm spending like a grip on it like yeah. fucking 400 dollars on it like i want to see who's popping right now and i wish that's what the direction they took but they they took the dad rock uh fucking direction instead and i i like the gorillas but i don't want to see them yeah like, I respect them. Like, I listen to them. I don't listen to them like that. But yeah. Like, that's not, like, a big hook for me. Yeah. And, like, are, are all the features going to be there? Probably not. No. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I just, that, there's also things like that that don't make sense. Like, if DJ Khaled went on tour, who's going to be with him? You know what I mean? Like, not that he will ever go on tour. He was at the Berkeley graduation. Recently. Yeah, they paid that him the, so the stats. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even know who talked at my graduation. I don't even think we had anybody. 
Yeah, they're like certain artists. Like I'm diehard. I want to see in person. Like I will never get tired of seeing Travis Scott in person because he's such a good performer. Yeah. And like I want to see Frank. I want to see other people. Other people I fuck with. Like I don't want to see Bryson Tiller in concert. Like I'm good off that. <laughs> we but, saw him already. Yeah, we saw him already, and that was when he did like two songs, three songs. Yeah. Like, opening up for Travis. I'm just like I'm good. I don't even remember him being up there. I just remember I remember him being there, but I just remember like I'm not fucking with this. Yeah. Um. What else is there? Shit. Oh, okay. Well, here's one thing I want to talk about. Since, do you have like a summer playlist? A summer playlist? Like, do you make, how often do you make playlists? I'm starting to get into like the past couple months because I want to like, I don't know. It's like an easy way to just curate my own shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I want, it's my own radio that I make so, for myself. What's your process? Do you have a process? Do you have a method yet? Uh, I don't have a method per se. It's just like rediscovering or, older stuff, looking at related artists and stuff. There's one playlist I have that, that is a process. It's like my samples playlist. Mm-hmm. Once like songs, I know the sample or I discover the sample. Mm-hmm. I play the sample first and then I play the song mm-hmm. that I sampled it mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorite playlists so far. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a good way to discover music and like um, when DJ Dahi sampled um, Beach House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money Trees. Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, yeah. that was so such a big, big ass sample, you know? That's such a good ass sample. Yeah. You know, I never... I was never able to see Beach House, and that, they're one of the they're one of the groups that I really well. I want to see Beach House. I want to see Bon Iver, but the first two albums, yeah. his his new album, I don't really understand. Yeah. And then uh, I want to see Blood Orange, but for Cupid Deluxe. So we, yeah. like, I've already missed it all already, yeah. and I can't get that back. But when I went to Outside Lands, when Kendrick was there, and they played Money Trees, I felt like. Damn, this is where I could see Beach House and Kendrick Lamar, kind of. Yeah. Because that sample is just so, like... It's haunting. It's yeah. a haunting sample. Yeah, it's just so... It's big for me, you know what I mean? Um, but the way I make playlists is that I, I start with a, a master playlist. Yeah. So I put everything that I kind of really fuck with. Like, I just drag and drop the whole album there, right? Uh-huh. And then from there, I make little tiny playlists out of that. Uh-huh. So it's just a way for me to compile everything that I like... And it'll be things that I might not listen to because it's a whole album, right? Yeah. And then I just listen to that on shuffle. And that's how I find my gems. That's how I find, yeah. you know, the deep cuts. And then I go on from there to make more kind of like thematic or like motif-y ass yeah. uh, playlists. Um, and I think that's a good strategy. So for people who are like building up, you know, who are just buying Spotify accounts now or just buying, you know, Apple Music, like make a big ass master playlist like you would if you uploaded all your own music yeah and then just treat it treat that as treat that one uh playlist as your library yeah and it makes it makes compiling playlists much more easy um but yeah i love i love my master playlist because i just like i'll put it on shuffle and i'll listen like i won't skip because there's just so much on it you know what i mean exactly um so yeah uh that's kind of all we got today yeah i think that's episode three episode three um, June twenty third. Let's see what day is that. Friday. Friday. It's actually next Friday. I'm gonna be popping up at an art show. I'll have more info later. I just got asked about it tonight. Um, but Rocky is putting up f- photos there, and I'll, Rocky's photos are really good. Yeah, like I'm not trying. Delicate. I'm not, not trying to guess him. him. Like he's my homie and shit. He's like one of my best friends right now. But. His photos are actually nice. Yeah. And it seems so effortless when he takes it. I, and I think it's like, I think he's good because like, he's such a cool ass personality. Yeah. So when he takes your picture, you already, there's already that connection there where you don't feel uncomfortable or anything. Yeah. But it just, 
Like I, I and I hope that's not a discredit to like his art either. Like it just looks really good. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for for that, and and he's gonna be helping me. So we'll just have a uh, maybe fifty sandwiches. So if you really want one, you know, come through. Uh, if you're in the South Bay, I'll put up more information on the on the Village Wrestling Instagram later. Um, but yeah, man, that's episode three. Summer songs, super teams. Uh, let us know your favorite posse tracks or whatever posse cuts, and uh, we really want to get this going again. Uh, I'm really excited, and hopefully, it could we start mixing soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, all right, y'all. That's it for us. Uh, we'll catch you the next fucking time we catch you. Yeah. The before the end of the month, maybe. Uh, so yeah, do something nice and don't be a fucking scumbag. Peace. Peace.